Welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Get a new perspective. Arguing about the games and shows that you love. Maybe learn something. This is the last podcast you'll ever need to hear. This is the best news for those headphones in your ears. Twist My show email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook to access our listener polls and follow at twistmyarmcast on twitter listen for free on soundcloud itunes and stitcher and now here's the host of the twist my arm podcast hello and welcome back to the twist my arm podcast uh my name is josh i am your host for today and i am joined by my good friend and co-host jesse it is Far too early in the morning to be doing a podcast, and yet here we are. Yes. Um, a lot of people, a lot of our normal listeners are probably wondering what the fuck is going on with our scattered uploads and and uh, episodes. Um, no, the normal listeners are like business as usual. Yeah, yeah, the normal <laughs> ones, but new listeners are probably like, these guys don't, they're just not, what the fuck? Um, but we have a plan. It's all according, it's all going according to plan. We're in the end game now. If you will, it's just a really big plan. Well played, by the way. But yeah. Um. <laughs> so basically, it's we're recording this Wednesday. We're uploading this Wednesday. Um. Our new schedule for the podcast is going to be Wednesdays. So originally it was we'd upload an episode by Sunday or Monday, and now it's going to be we're going to record the episode on Sunday or Monday or both, and then upload it by Wednesday. So then every week we'll have an episode coming out on the same day. Um, and we know that we sound like nothing but professionals, but we're actually not. So sometimes <laughs> it takes us more time to get everything recorded and edited and put together. And right. this way it takes some of the pressure off of us to perform because we also have full-time adult lives outside of the podcast, which take precedence sometimes. So yes. this way we should be able to deliver much more consistent, much more quality shows in theory. Right. Um, the way that we're kind of planning it out now is we have these uh, new segments coming up that are going to put us a week ahead of schedule. So that gives us time for our normal lives and time for editing and stuff like that. So we have, you know, things might be a little behind as far as what we're talking about, but it's it's going to be a consistent every Wednesday upload. Um, I'm hoping that from the plan that we have right now, it seems like it's going to work out. <laughs> But <laughs> life We're does excited. happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, first first things first. Let's talk about um, the barroom blitz. Those those of you that are on our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram, you've seen these flyers floating around for a new show that I'm putting on called the Barroom Blitz. Um, it basically takes place of our living room sessions. Well, what I used to do is I would have a band come in to the studio here and. You know, we'd have a little interview and a chit-chat, and they would play a couple songs. And it was really awkward at times. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I... Let's let's not let's not <laughs> sugarcoat this. Josh's <laughs> strengths don't come as an interviewer. They come as no. a musician and as a person who can talk to musicians. Yes. Um, and it's, and it, it's a little... I think it's a little hard for even the artists to come into this stranger's house by themselves, get locked in a room with a couple cats, and have to... That's fair play some instruments and answer random questions that you know they probably wouldn't normally answer so i have been working very hard to find us a spot to do live shows and i finally found one it's broadway bar and bites down uh, on south broadway here in denver and we're gonna start every month uh we're gonna do a bar what's called a barroom blitz where We'll have a couple couple bands open up the show, and then the headlining act will do the normal. We'll have a little interview. They'll w we might do a Q and A with with the audience, um, depending on how many people are there and stuff. I think it'd be fun to hand someone in the audience a mic and have them ask a random ass question, you know. Um, 
But so just to clarify here, we are talking about live podcasting. Yes, this is podcasting live. Podcasting from the source. This will be live. Um, all of my equipment will be at the bar set up. I will be sitting there in front of my mic talking to the bands, um, probably introducing the show. I still, thank God I have another month to, to figure out the actual outline of the show because it's, it's definitely a, a work in progress. But um, yes, live. We... The first one, I haven't decided yet if we're going to do a Facebook Live video or not. Um, I still got to work out some details on that. But, um, yes, it will be recorded live and then uploaded later, if, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so you can now be a part of the podcast by going to where the podcast is happening, which exactly. is 8 it South Broadway at Broadway Bar and Bites. Yes. Um and it's the first week of every month for for the Barroom Blitz. Uh, if if you are interested, if you're in a band and you're interested, if if you want to be a part of it, let me know. I'm trying to be genre specific when it comes to these. Um, for instance, the first show that we're doing is a singer songwriter. Um, I didn't want to book an acoustic act with like a hardcore metal band, just because it, it's. For the I've sake I've of been continuity. There. Yeah, and I've <laughs> been there, and I hate being that guy that's like, I'm going to come up and play some slow shit, and then the next band is like, I'm going to, you know, scream in your face, and it's going <laughs> to get really loud. So I'm trying to be a little I'm more... I'm Josh, and this is a song <laughs> about a time that I had my heart broken. Yeah. And then you get, what's up, Denver? <laughs> exactly. Uh, gotcha. And so I'm trying to be a little more genre-specific. Um, it is It is a monthly thing, so there's plenty of time to get... Other people set up and ready um, and booked. So if you're interested, send us an email, twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. You can also just Facebook message me if you want. Um, you know who I am. So I think that's about it for, for the Barroom Blitz. Um, I'm super excited to do this, man. I This is the one thing that I've been like pushing for with this podcast for the last two years is some sort of local music aspect. And I love... Thank you, Broadway Bar and Bites, for giving me this opportunity to to do a live show and, and, and bring some bands together and, and, and do a different kind of concert or a different kind of thing, you know? Well, and it's also about exposure. I mean, local artists of all kinds have to help each other out. That means if you're a band or you paint or you sculpt or you record a podcast, you guys got to help each other out. Like, for sure. collaboration is the key to victory. Everybody knows that. So... Definitely come check it out, and we continue to appreciate all the support we receive with online listens and downloads and things like that. And we know that some of you guys will come out to Broadway and have a good time with us, so we're really excited. Indeed. And again, if you want to be on the show, if you're a punk band, a metal band, any anything, anything, just send me an email, twistmyownpodcast at gmail.com. Um, that's the first bit of updates for our segment here. I think uh, our new... Should we talk about the Trek Wars, or should we should we keep that? Low? I mean, what we I mean, what we could do I'm is pretty tease, excited about that. <laughs> we could tease the Trek Wars. Um, <laughs> if you can't figure out what that is just by the name, then you know, I mean, just wait. But there is a segment coming up called Trek Wars, so just you know, ruminate on that and start to think about the fact that you know maybe those two things shouldn't always be compared. But if they were. What would, would you, you like it? to compare, exactly. and which side would you pick in so many different ways? So, don't worry, that's coming up. And like I said, if you can't if you can't figure out what it is based on the name, then just wait. The segment will be way fun, and we're both looking forward to it because I don't mean to brag, but we are both experts. <laughs> yes, um, and that it, it's going to do. We've been slacking a little bit on our polls recently, and which uh, let's rephrase it, that. It happens. So we've <laughs> been. <laughs> We've been failing to put up a listener poll in a timely manner. That sounds less weird. Um, yes. So <laughs> this will help us with that. We'll have some easy poll um, topics to throw at you guys. And as always, we do take poll topic suggestions on the Facebook page. If you go to Facebook and type in Twist My Arm Podcast, we'll be there. Yeah. Um, I guess actually, slacking on the I'm poll I'm is a little weird. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that should be the name of the segment now. But, Not um, getting tips there. When, yeah, <laughs> when we... Uh, Oh, great. Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, anyways, sorry. And I just wanted to, to point stage. out. No, no, I just Jesse. wanted to point out. If you Google Twist My Arm podcast, we are like maybe the second 
possibly the third result. Like, we are getting big, man. We are <laughs> up there in the Google search results. So, everybody keep trucking away. I really appreciate that you guys are searching for us because that means you want to listen to us. I yeah. don't know why, but that's really cool. So, sure. yes, please send topic suggestions, send, you know, answers to topics, anything like that. Um, if you have a Star Trek or Star Wars specific uh, comparison you'd like to make, definitely send that in. Um, you can call and leave us a voicemail, 508-93-TWIST, or you can email us, Facebook us, Twitter us, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but and yes, be on the lookout. It is coming. And that You know, for all of our international listeners, too, we have a lot of people that listen overseas, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, it's it's really, really cool to, to see that, and... And it'd just be nice to, to hear some feedback or, or your uh, your suggestions, you know. It's it's always good to get a different outlook on things, so. Um, definitely excited. Definitely excited to s- to for where this is going, and uh, it's, uh, it's still early, so I'm losing my train of thought as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to be done when creating a podcast from scratch, is what we're trying to say, and we're just sort of giving you an outline of what we're doing here. So we're we've got the barroom blitz coming up we've got a new segment coming up that's going to help a lot with listener polls mm-hmm. um we've also got more of a format for our episodes planned for ourselves so that right. they can be a little more streamlined and things like that right um so yeah going forward there will be new episodes of the show on wednesday um other than that everything should be pretty much business as normal yeah and also we love having people on the show with us um, we love having guests to have another opinion and to kind of go through the quick twists with us and the and the poll results and stuff like that. So if you want to be a guest, by all means, send send us a message and we'll get you on here for sure. Um, it's always it's fun really to easy to do. Yeah, it's you could show if, if we know you and we trust you, you could probably just come over to one of our houses and, and plug in and, <laughs> and it'll be fine. So otherwise, we'll meet you at a Starbucks or something. <laughs> Um, speaking of quick twists, uh, let's quick twist. Quick, 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 quick twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit bit of a topic we can cover quick. One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now for this week's quick twist. Yes, and today for the quick twist, let's start with uh, let's start with Jesse. What what have you got for quick twists? Oh man, your first one. A, let's start with your few. first. Do you want to go? Yeah, you want to go back and forth? Yeah, let's let's we'll do. I have All like right. three or four. So if yeah, we I do, think like that's a about where I'm at. Okay. So, um, first I will go with Free Comic Book Day, which actually Ooh. entails more than just free comics for me. Um, so Free Comic Book Day is the first Saturday in May every year, and it's a nationwide event where comic book retailers, uh, spoiler alert, give out free comics. So it, it's every comic store basically in the country. You can go and get free comics. Um, yep. There are generally issues of popular books and franchises written just for free comic book day that are intended to be given out free. And they're intended to be sort of introductions to the world or, you know, um, a reintroduction of a familiar character to bring you back into it, something like that. So that it's not like, you know, oh, this is issue 501 out of 10,000 issues. So. I have no idea what's going on. You know, it's it's a one-off comic that's designed to just explain the world. Right. And then they hope you'll get interest from there and want to get that book weekly or monthly. Yeah. So monthly or whatever, however I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the the list of the comic books that came out. There's a lot of cool ones. There was Avengers, Invader Zim. There was some Disney things. There was a uh, uh, DC. It was a top secret gold book apparently that I doesn't tell you what it actually is. Yeah, I did not see that anywhere. By the time I got to the comic book store, it's it was Adventure fairly time. late in the day. So sure. Let me just grab my bag it of free like comics was, here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got the Tick, you got Spider Man, you got Shadow Roads, and they're all number one um, issues. It seems like. Well, they're and and like you were saying, it's like an introduction, right? Well, it's more of a one-off issue. Like okay. It's number one, but out of one. You know what I mean? So they don't um, they don't continue the story then, right? It's more of like a hey, look at the world here. I and wonder this why is what's that going is going on now. So I, w- I would think um, that if if for free comic book day, like you would hand out a number one issue and then keep printing issues to get people to to buy them. Well, I think the thing is that because it's free, it's like you know we're attempting to reach people we wouldn't always reach. So they want to give you the the best, most like 
likely version of those characters to draw you in. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. The point is, like, here's your sampler. If you want more, you know where to find it. It's the same place you got this free comic book. Right. Um, there was even a Star so Wars one featuring looks yeah, like so HK. Yeah, so we ended up um, at Mile High Comics in Denver, which As is you do. huge. I don't know which if, one did if you go to. Listeners have been there. The warehouse one. Okay, like so you went to. I the don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's it's on. Um, it's, or like it's in. It's like right off I seventy, I think. Yeah, there you go. Because there's the so there's the two smaller bo- shops in Lakewood, and then the one on uh, in Glendale on Colorado. Those are a little bit tinier, and then there's one in Littleton. But the one you want to go to is definitely the warehouse. They have everything you could ask for. I mean, it is the largest. It's the largest non comic con comic space I'm, I'm I have ever seen sure, in my life. I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith has done a couple, like, well, and isn't it things like re- reviews on that? And he's there all the time. Isn't it the largest in the country and possibly the world? I mean, it's huge. It might be. Let it's me, uh, impossibly huge. Um, but anyways, yeah. So we ended up at Mile High Comics. If you haven't been there, you should definitely go there. Um, we ended up there fairly late in the day because of my other quick twist, which involves buying a bunch of pop vinyls, and I'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but what's really cool about Mile High Comics is that they've been around for a really long time, and they're a well-known shop, obviously. So that means that they get their own variant covers. So it's the same it's the same cover as the Free Comic Book Day book, but there is a printed Mile High Comics logo in the corner, which is pretty cool. It's like people know that you got this from that place on that day. Right. You know, There's, it, I think with certain comic book shops, you get that uh, perk. Right. It's very cool. So we picked up um, the Avengers comic, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man comic. Was it the Marvel the Avengers Captain America with like the, just it just says Avengers on the front? Uh, yeah, it's got, it says the Avengers and it has Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor on okay. the front and then a bunch of secondary Avengers like sort of looking at them yeah, they, but not really they featured. They were really secretive on this website about their comics. I mean, it's it's makes sense, you know. Um some of the some of the stuff in the Marvel ones has like hints about Infinity War and things like that, so that's probably why. Oh, okay. Um the other comic book that I picked up is called Relay. And I have no idea what it's about, but the cover of it makes it look like it's sci-fi. So I really am really excited to check that one out. Um, it's called mm. Relay, and it's Relay. by Zach Thompson, Andy Clark, and Donnie Coates. Now this, uh, sorry, Donnie Cates. This one is actually a number zero, so it's possible that this is a first issue. But I, my, I, my guess is that it's just an outside of isn't continuity that, or like that a prequel like a p- issue, pilot episode or a pilot comic. More of like a prequel thing. Got like, it. That cover you looks know. a lot like a fucking Star Trek cover. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> of course you picked that one up. I mean, I, I, I'm a creature of habit, God. so. Um, it looks exactly like the, uh, what is it, the Insurrection movie cover. It's just purple. Oh, right, where they're in front of the, yeah, they're in front of that nebula. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you put Picard and the other dude's face on there. <laughs> well, the ship is much more squarier. I will point that out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it looks like it looks to be really cool. I'm, I'm excited funny. to read that. And then, um, of course, my lovely girlfriend Joanna picked up the Disney Princess free comic book day oh, comic. Yeah, for sure. Has Ariel on the cover looking through the um, periscope the wrong way. Yeah, you know she's Sebastian's digging through the treasures with her. Like, it's very very Disney. Um, so. Yeah, I'm going to say if you haven't... Oh, 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 I can't believe I forgot this one. I also got the free comic book day exclusive premiere of the Ghost in the Shell Global Neural Network. Oh, nice. That one I'm also very interested to check out. I always enjoyed Ghost in the Shell. I still haven't seen the new movie because it seems like it's not required viewing at all. I'll let you borrow Um, it. I like it. I think it's pretty (laughs) cool. I know, but I mean, (laughs) what I mean is I I might not even care. Uh, I'll I'll find out. I'll do some research. but Whatever. um, so I got those free comics on free comic book day. They were also having a toy sale, and I only walked out of there with one toy. It was um, what? throwback Aaron Rodgers. He's got the old Packers colors on and a little beanie, and um, he's a pop vinyl, of course, obviously. Right. Um, I had already spent a lot of money earlier in the day, which I will talk about for my second quick twist, but the comic that I did buy at Mile High Comics that I spent money on was... Um, the first issue of Silver Surfer from 1988, not like the number one. I mean, the first issue of that book that came out in 1988, 
which is the year that I was born. Yep, yep. So it's graded. Uh, I really like that they have all their comics there graded so that you can see it right there on the cover. And it's graded fine. It has was only $11. It's got, uh, looks like Adam Warlock on the cover, War with the Super Scroll. And it's, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. I love Silver Surfer. It's 64 pages long. This one I will probably read. Um, if I really want to, I'll go back and get a, a higher grade, grade of this book sure. to display. Um, but this one I'll probably end up reading. So That's cool. Yeah, definitely check out Mile High Comics. And don't forget next year <laughs> Yeah, well, Free Comic Book Day exists. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll definitely do a little more updates as that comes around. Um, it is kind of first Saturday in May every I year. So yes, we will attempt to remember I just and remind you. Th- you know, it was also Cinco de Derby. There was a lot going on that day. There was Cinco de Mayo, and the Kentucky Derby, Free Comic Book Day, all sorts of yeah, different things. That so. goes into I think my third quick twist. But Jeez. yeah, anyways. Um So uh what about you? What was what's I your first thing? You know, I've just been kind of chilling watching some Netflix lately. Um God, my first quick twist is gonna be a a shit twist. It's fi- finally, <laughs> finally we have I have a quick twist that I can just talk shit about because oh my god! So I, I watched this movie. I've, I've been on a sci-fi kick lately. Um, I, I don't know why. I think it's Avengers. Uh, after I saw Infinity War, I just wanted more space stuff, and so a couple of my quick twists are, are uh, based on that. And the first one I got is it's a Netflix original called The Titan. Um, it stars Sam Worthington and uh, from Avatar and Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black. It also has Tom Wilkinson and Wait, those people. Sam Worthington is actually in this one, too? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking because people will realize why I'm like, are you serious? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, it's directed by Leonard Ruff. I have no idea who that is. Produced by a bunch of people I don't know. Uh, story was by Arash Amel, who has also done... God, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Um, God, my shit's all messed up here. Not very much. He's done... He wrote Erased, which I never saw. He wrote Grace of Monaco. Um, just a bunch of weird shit. So... <laughs> That stuff we never saw. Yeah, and that being said, it's not the best of movies. Um, okay, give the give the basic premise though, because that's what makes it really dumb to me and surprising that Worthington is in it. Let me get the IMDb up because it's a little bit better <laughs> described there. Uh, oh, here you go. So honestly, the, the only thing they have is a military family takes part in a groundbreaking experiment of genetic evolution and space exploration. Very vague there. That's a that's a good idea on their part to keep it vague because if they told the actual story, where the human races die, there was an asteroid that hit Earth and Earth is dying, and so they have to they f- they found out that they can move the race to Titan, the moon of Saturn, but they in order to move the human race there, they have to genetically engineer our DNA to be different to be able to survive in the atmosphere out there to be to be cooler basically yeah because it's a water (laughs) it's like a water planet and and things go horribly wrong they they experiment on 12 people i think i think they had 12 people (laughs) big surprise and all of them basically just go to shit like every they all get injected with this with this serum and um they all experience these crazy side effects and it's very predictable what happens and it's just not it's just not a good movie <laughs> like don't well, waste your time <laughs> isn't that like half avatar like weren't they genetically altering that dude so that he could go live in the mind of an alien or some shit like it's something well it I was s- more i saw that movie but i don't i don't remember any of it i feel like <laughs> avatar was more you you basically matrix style yourself into a different body that is a copy of the species that's on that planet. You, s- you see what I'm saying? Oh, he was a, uh, a spy, right? Yeah. And okay. and he he was he looked exactly like the species. So this right. one is more him actually turning into a different species so he can survive on Titan. Now, gotcha. spoiler alert! Oh my god, 
spoiler alert, the end of the movie, they send him and only him to Titan. Just him. So they're trying <laughs> to, like, keep the race going, but they send one person. One guy. <laughs> to Titan. I, it's just, <laughs> spoiler alert, don't see this movie. It's, this is one of the only times that I'll say that, but it's really not. Uh, is re- it a Netflix original? Yeah. And Netflix no. has been kind of failing when it comes to originals. Um, they have a couple good ones, but this one was not one of those. I would say their series are better than their movies. Indeed. I love Taylor Schilling. I think she's great in Orange is the New Black. Fantastic actress. But she just it didn't really she didn't really get to show her her good acting side in this. Um, and Tom Wilkinson, he's an amazing actor. Uh, he was um, in Dark Knight. He was uh, what's uh, his, what's Carmine his name? Falcone. Yes, he, that guy, and uh, I love that dude too. But he just he was wasted. All the actors and everything was just wasted in this movie. I, I just if you want to watch <laughs> something good, go watch Avatar instead. Like, cause it's I don't know, man. Brutal. I, yeah, it's I give it a zero twists. <laughs> <laughs> I twist your arm into watching anything else. <laughs> yeah, no twistiness for this movie at all. Yeah, and it's it's wow. sad it's sad for me to say that because I love sci-fi movies and a lot of times I like movies that everybody else hates. You know, um, this one so far is four point eight out of ten, uh, thirteen. Yeah, so, votes, pe- so people seem to agree with you that it sucks. That's good. Yeah, which which makes me feel a little bit better. But <laughs> so I got for my first bit of of sci-fi twistiness. What's uh, what's next on the docket for you? Um, so the other thing that we did on Cinco de Drinco de Derby or whatever <laughs> you said, um, <laughs> Cinco yeah, de the mayonnaise. Kentucky Derby was going on. It was Cinco de Mayo. It was free comic book day. There was tons of things happening. Um, we were in Denver visiting family and we discovered a little toy store called Appleseed Collectibles on Wadsworth. Mm. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, when I walked through the front door, the first thing I saw was pop vinyls and I'm talking like <laughs> half a wall of pop vinyls. So that was, uh, it was sort of a, a nerd moment for me and my girlfriend. We were just, oh, you know, lights shone through the clouds and things like that. Um, <laughs> so they, it's a really great shop and the guys that run it are super courteous and excellent. Um, I, so part of this story is kind of weird, but anyways, we had gone to eat um, lunch slash breakfast at this place called Schoolhouse, and it's an actual, it's actually an old schoolhouse, like, um, it used to be a one or two room schoolhouse way back in the day, and it's been turned into a bar and restaurant now, huh. but th- it seems like they left the original floor in, so I'm telling you, I walked into this building and immediately felt like I was in the cafeteria of elementary school. Like, that's it smells like a cafeteria. That, that weird hardwood mixed with food smell. Like, it gave me instantaneous nostalgia, and I was like, okay, I now am in love with oh, this man. place. I would it could only go downhill. Like, if, if it sucks, I'm going to cut it so much slack. But it didn't. It was awesome. I got a Monte Cristo sandwich. So good. So, so good. We got chicken and waffle skewers for appetizers. I mean, and I'm not talking like, you know, chunk of chicken, chunk of waffle. It was chicken wrapped in a waffle, stuck in a deep fryer, and put on a stick. It was awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really enjoyed that place. So it's Definitely like, go check it's out like Schoolhouse. It's like nerd food, basically, like just something well, it was that like you eat while you're... like school food. Or, or it's school sort food, of like but school food, okay. but like grown up, I guess you would say, for lack of a better term. Like Okay. But it was masterfully done like all the employees were wearing like school uniform type clothing it was really cool um they had a great live band i failed to get the name of it but there was a really great live bluegrass band playing for derby day there was lots of derby hats around it was really cool so i i gorged myself on some excellent food is the first part of the story the second (laughs) part of the story is that we get to the toy store and i want to buy a bunch of toys right and I'm, like, looking around for, like, five or ten minutes, and then it's like, okay, now I have to go to the bathroom right now. And I'm not talking a quick trip to the bathroom. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom and be in the bathroom for a minute, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, One to I'm looking ten around minutes. this, yeah, I'm looking around this store, and I'm like, there are no doors. I'm so screwed. Like, I just look dead into the eyes of the guy behind the counter. I'm like, do you guys have a bathroom? <laughs> and he's like, 
uh, yeah, it's right around the corner. And I was like, cool, thank you so much. And then jokingly, he goes, it's $50 per customer. And I (laughs) I turned around and went, I promise you I will spend more than that in your store. And I did. I I spent significantly more than that in that store because not only did I feel bad, but, man, they had one of the cleanest, most amazing public restrooms I've ever been in in my life. That's a huge deal, man. And and I don't mean to like make people descend upon them now to like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? But like, <laughs> if you're there and you're in a terrible spot and you need to, it's a great public bathroom, which you almost never hear anyone say. But ever. And especially in Denver, that's the thing. <laughs> like, I yeah, so a lot of times businesses will get judged on their bathrooms. People will go in and be like, oh, their bathrooms were disgusting, and I couldn't even right. go in there, so I wouldn't recommend it. A lot of times, that your bathroom will represent what your store is and from what i can see on these pictures it looks like a very organized clean store it's like so a lot cool. of there's they have so much stuff like and a lot of toy stores so will be dusty and stuff like looks right. like a lot of these toys are are super clean the the cardboard backs are all legit they're all intact and yeah yeah they they know what they're doing they're not an amateur toy store um they they do accept trade-ins and you know buybacks and things like that so sometimes there is damage but i i looked through all their stuff and anything that has damage on it says this part of this thing is damaged this is why this price is low it's probably that sort of thing yeah at least they're fair Um, about it too that that helps a lot and they've got star wars they've got superheroes they've got he-man they've got Power seems Rangers, they've got pop vinyls, they've got everything, man. Seems like they so, specialize in pop vinyls, to be honest with you. Well, and they, it seems, it seems that way from some of the photos, but I mean, the whole—that's not even the majority of the store. Right? There's, there's just, I mean, there's flipping through these photos. There's a ton of shit. There's Transformers. There's yeah. fucking Snow White. There's, like you said, Stuff Star from Wars. From the 70s, from the 80s, Pacific from the 90s, Rim. all the best toy decades. <laughs> there's a, there's a knockoff Star Wars. They're Stormtrooper Disimperiums. Looks like yeah, a, that's pretty cool. They have a um, they have a functioning Pac-Man arcade machine that was really cool. Um, so we picked up. Let me think here. From that trip, we picked up Deanna Troy from Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> These are all pop finals, nice. by the way. Nice. Obviously, um, is that the Icus right there that you picked up? Yeah, so we picked up Deanna Troy. We picked up the convention exclusive Scary Face Icus from Ah Real Monsters. Which completes our All Real Monsters set. We have all nice. three plus the Scary Face Ickis. Um We got the DC Legion of Collectors, which is a program that's being discontinued. Ooh. We got the Wonder Woman and the Classic Superman from that. Both of those are worth about double their va- their street value or retail value of ten dollars. They're both twenty twenty five dollar pops, nice. um, which is not what we paid for them. We paid under that. Um, Looks like they're having a deal going on though. Yeah, it was like 30% off. If you um, buy five or more. I think it was 30% off just because it was free comic book day, oh, even could, though yep, yep. they don't sell comics. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And they probably do have, like, a couple comics around, but that's not their specialty. But, yeah, I, I mean, it was, like, it was a nice nerd thing. Like, we know today is a good nerd day, so here is our sale, you know. Sure. Um Mile High Comics also had a sale going on, but like I said, I had already spent a significant amount here at this store, so <laughs> we d- we didn't buy it much more than that. Um, so yeah, we got those five there, and then we got um, a Batman magnet for my mother. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she cool. was she was really enjoying herself. She was seeing toys that she hadn't seen in years. Um, and then um, man, they have a tree bir- tree beard from Lord of the Rings there. That's cool. Oh man, there's so many pops. So when we got there, they had they have Treebeard, they have Phil and um, Baby Hercules. A, God, dude. they had uh, <laughs> that one was not there when we were there. Oh. Um, but they have the fuzzy, furry Daggett and Norbert from Ah Real Monsters, or sorry, from Angry Beavers. Oh, and God, um, that's awesome. the only reason we didn't pick that one up is because it it was a buyback, and there was some box damage that we were a little oh, we're okay. a little bit nitpicky about some of that stuff. Um, yeah, I don't. My pops are all out of their boxes, and <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, that's totally up to everyone. I mean, they're ten dollars. Yeah. So um, we also so then uh, later in the weekend, uh, I think on Sunday, we found um, Shuri, which is the Black Panther's younger sister with the cool Panther gauntlets. And the character I meant to be referring to the <laughs> entire last episode of this show, where I was calling her Nakia. 
Yeah. And she's not Nakia. She's Shuri. Nakia is one of the other generals. We hope everyone so enjoyed our Avengers breakdown, even though we were wrong on a few things. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so my bad on that. Um, <laughs> so we found the Shuri pop vinyl. I also found the Immortan Joe pop vinyl, the bad guy from Mad Max, which goes very nicely with the exclusive Mad Max that I found at Appleseed Collectibles with the cage over his face from the start of the movie, oh, okay. where he's being used as a blood bag transfusion guy like strap him to the front of the car put the cage on his face and then there's an iv line of blood running out of him oh nice so i got him and the bad guy from mad max fury road so deeply satisfying vinyl pop weekend um we also got our pre-order i also got my pre-order in of the uh genie and aladdin aladdin's first wish moment and gave that to my girlfriend early for her birthday so it's a beautiful I did see that. It looks really cool. Aladdin, yeah, he's in the Alibaba outfit. He's standing at the podium. Genie's in the blue tuxedo. It's very cool. Yeah. So um, I think I think that's it for me for pop finals this weekend. Only nine or ten or eight or nine or however many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to start boosting up on my collecting again because I'm just starting to take take the cake here. Well, I really what I need to do is slow down until Comic-Con and then spend way too much at Comic-Con. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too, is save some money for Comic-Con and get a bunch of that shit. I was really disappointed last year that I didn't have enough money to get some of that stuff. Cause there's there's a lot of cool things at Comic-Con. Speaking of that, when is that, when is that this year? I believe it's the second weekend in June. June Denver Comic-Con, June 14th to 17th, I think. Look it up right now. Denver Comic-Con. Do to do to do. I thought last I heard it was the last Maybe 15th weekend. 15th through 17th. Um, I thought it was the weekend of Kylie's birthday, but I could be very wrong. Oh, yeah, it is 15th, 16th, and 17th, so it's the week before. There you no. go. They must, okay. I wonder if they changed that, because I swear to God it was like the 29th last time I looked or something. I have no idea. But, um... So, yeah, that's a uh, convention center at the Colorado Convention Center, June 15th, 16th, 17th. Tickets are still available for the Denver Comic-Con. We will most likely uh, be there on Saturday. Single-day tickets are available. Yeah. Three-day passes are sold out. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. On this site, it says you can still view them, but fucking internet. <coughs> yeah, that was pretty much my whole pop final uh, haul for the weekend. Um, cool. What is your, uh, what's your next piece? Oh, something a little bit better. Um Little, still more, a little more sci-fi. I, like I said, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately, and one, I watched the entire series of Lost in Space. It's the remake of the old '60s uh, series, um, and it is fantastic. I've loved it. it um, as I'm getting up this thing, it, it was created by Irwin Allen. It stars Guy Williams, June Lockhart, Mark Goddard, and a bunch of other no names. Really, it's it's a lot of people that. I've never seen or heard of, or even the supporting cast is all new faces, and it was it was kind of refreshing to see some new actors, um, you know, give their give their all for a show, and I loved it. So I my my immediate response would be like, oh, Netflix saw that CBS was doing a streaming service thing where they were like, hey, check out our show from the '60s that we've revitalized, and Netflix is like, we could do that too. Yeah, but I have heard positive things. Uh, I don't mean to sound um, negative or anything. Would you say it, it's pretty good overall? I would say that they did a really good job with the story and with them being lost in space. Like it, it seemed very true to the original TV series. Because um, those of you that watched Lost in Space, the movie in the '90s, that was not the the best movie. Um, it, it had some really shitty time travel involved in it and just kind of got a little panned I, I feel like maybe maybe it was just my own panning but i, I feel no, like it was i believe it's agreed to be one of the worst movies ever okay. made and and this series definitely makes up for that so you know you basically you start off with them crash landing on a planet and they have to find out how to get out of there and each one of the it's the, the family of robinsons um you know, you got Will Robinson, and then I don't. That's all I remember is Will Robinson because the robot. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! They cr- they crash on a planet, so it's really more like Lost in Canada. Kind of. I mean, and I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything because. Okay. Because they <laughs> it is 
lost in space for real. And in the end of the series, you they really punch that lost in space thing. <laughs> they really advertise. <laughs> it. So it's like spoiler alert: they're gonna stay lost <laughs> in space. Well, yeah. I mean, they got to do more series, and it's kind of a spoiler, but kind of not really a spoiler. So I don't know. But it's I don't know. I, I loved it. I loved the robot, the danger robot. Um, he was one of the better uh, story arcs of the entire series. The way they portrayed him and made him a part of the crew was fantastic. Um, and actually, you know, I was just, uh, I was reading off a bunch of, God damn it, I'm such an idiot. So when I was reading off the cast, I was reading off the cast from the 60s. <laughs> That's uh. awesome. That's amazingly uh. excellent. Um <laughs> you should probably read some I of am, the new I'm, cast. I'm going there well. right now. I just there's I looked up Lost in Space and there was a bunch of different things. So here we are, Lost in Space 2018, starring Molly Parker, Toby <laughs> Stevens, Maxwell Jenkins, uh Deborah Chow, and yeah. Again, a bunch of no names that you don't really I was gonna say it still sounds like people I've never heard of. Yeah, I, um, I think that probably some of the older people that, that watched or know of Lost in Space and heard me say the original cast is probably like you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but so would you say um it's it's already got a second season yeah, it's, uh being it's greenlit, right? Yeah. Okay. They had really good um, reviews. Um it it was very well received and so they would, they're going on. Would you say it scratches your um Star Wars itch for this 3 month period where there's somehow no Star Wars going on? Well, look, man. It doesn't. There's always Star Wars going on for me. <laughs> Don't give me that shit. There's always oh. Star Wars. <laughs> but kind of, I would honestly say it scratches my Star Trek itch a little bit more. Cool. Um, they because it's perhaps it's, I will give it a chance. It's a little less um, all-out action and kid-friendly. It's a little more cerebral and trying to find out what's going on. Um, for instance, the first episode. Uh, one of the crew gets gets uh, stuck in in ice. Basically, she gets she's trying to swim to the surface of the wa- of the, the lake she's in, and the it freezes on her as she's swimming up, and so they have to find out how to get her out. And one of the little uh, one of the other crew members sees a meteor crash land or hit the planet and realizes that it's that that the meteor's burning a different color than it should be when it hits the atmosphere. So it has a, um, I cannot remember the fucking element that it has in it, but they end up having to go get part of this meteor to burn the ice to get the, the crew member gotcha. out. Gotcha. So it's, it, it's a lot of like, this problem is happening, how are we going to fix it? Y- you know, and, and it's a very episodic thing too, where each episode has a different problem, but then they have an over arc as well that goes through the entire series. So it was very well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, one of those shows that I watched in like two days. So cool. It, it, I would definitely twist your arm into checking that out for sure. Um, if you're if you're looking for some sci-fi, go for Lost in Space and not The Titan because it's it's definitely worth worth your time. <laughs> um, and obviously, you know, the first time my dad was really into Lost in Space, and so I got to watch some of those when I was a kid, and he was always reciting that you know oh danger will robinson danger and so <laughs> the first time I think everybody's dad does that regardless oh, of when they were for born. sure but like <laughs> the first time you hear that in this it's like a it, it hits your feels a little bit because you're like oh yeah, yeah. and like, you didn't even know that it would happen exactly you're like whoa why do i care about that yeah the it's so weird and i said that same thing when i was watching and i was like why am i getting chills right now this is weird i so to be totally <laughs> honest i had that exact same feeling um when we went to the power of the costume star wars exhibit and i saw carrie fisher's actual princess leia slave bikini it was like I almost started crying and I didn't expect that because I love, I liked star Wars, but it wasn't like my thing as a kid. Right. But like just seeing that and knowing w- that she had used it and that she's gone, was like, I immediately felt choked up. Like, wow. Yeah. I was, a, I was, a <laughs> so I know way. that feeling of, you know, unexpected emotion in a show. So that's interesting. I'll definitely try and check that out. Yeah. Do it. I mean, at least watch a couple episodes and see if you like it. If, if anything, watch the first three episodes and the last two episodes. You know, it's because it's, it's you know, just cheat. Well, it's one of those shows that it's it's episodic and 
if you miss a couple, like if you were watching it weekly and you missed a couple, then it's not really going to be detrimental to the story. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Definitely check it out. That's uh, that's all I got for that one. I feel like what's what's next on your docket? We're catching up. We're catching up on our quick twists for the last month. <laughs> yeah, so um, my last one is going to be a really cool PlayStation 4 game that is available now for $20 on the store. It's called Swords of Ditto. Ah, yeah. And it's very fun. Um, the basic you know, elevator pitch is that it's top-down co-op Zelda-style video game um, mixed with a little bit of rogue aspects. So basically... You start as a character, and this is really cool. Like the first time you start, you wake up like on a beach, which is very reminiscent. Oh yeah, of, that's the Game um, Boy Link to the Past. So <laughs> then you know the second time. So basically, you wake up, you're a hero, you get a sword. This guy's like, "Hey, you're a hero. Let's go fight the final boss." And you're like, "Oh, okay." It's dangerous to go you know, alone. You figure it's a figure it's a tutorial or something. You you go fight the final boss, and you just get immediately killed. And you're like, what? What? Why what would you happened? do that? <laughs> so yeah. So then you come, you you respawn a hundred years later as somebody else, and this time you're you wake up in a bed, and it's like <laughs> that's very all the Zelda-esque. spawns are like little Zelda things. Yeah, they're. T- I mean, the beach scene was like almost a pixel perfect recreation of the Zelda beach. Like it's definitely meant to evoke that, and the the wow. house you wake up in is very Zelda. Um, so you wake up in your house, you. The fairy shows up and tells you, hey, um, you're the new hero, and I need you to come get this sword. So you go pick up the sword that you used the first time through, and you have all the same stuff that you had before you died. So if you had saved up money or items or stuff, that's all bound to the sword, and it's the sword of legend, and now you are the hero of legend. The master sword. So, (laughs) basically. So the fairy, who is a stand-in, obviously, for Navi... Um, which hilariously is actually a dung beetle in this game. She's like a floating dung beetle. Um, <gasps> That's a stab right there for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, she's like, hey, you know, sorry about how last time that I reincarnated you, you got killed right away. And you're like, what? And she's like, oh, never mind. Let's, let's build you <laughs> up this time, though, before we what? go fight that last boss. <laughs> so basically you find out that every time you die, you you get better right or you learn something new and things like that um sure the game has a time limit so you have whatever it is like four hours to beat the boss or something and if you fail then when you come back you'll know what to do better next time or how to get something done faster next time there are also mechanics in the game that let you rewind time and things like that with certain time stones um, uh-huh. I have Agamotto. Sorry, that's not what it is. Um, <laughs> but it, they are, you know, magical time stones and they send you back in time. So it's very, what? it ties a lot of Zelda elements together. Um, that failing and starting again element of, you know, a rogue like uh, Souls type game is there, but it's way less punishing than that. Much more enjoyable. The art style is beautiful. It's like hand drawn 2D animation. It's gorgeous. It, the characters are so cute, and, like impossibly cute. Um, you can do anything you could do in Zelda you can do in this game. You start out with a sword, some bombs, and a bow and arrow. And you can run around town, you can cut down grass, you can break rocks and pots. There's dungeons that are randomly generated. There's enemies that look like Zelda enemies, but they're oh even yeah. cuter than that. Like, It's awesome. It's just so good looking, and it's definitely it's scratching my Zelda itch really hard. Now, the kicker is that my girlfriend can pick up her controller, press start, and bam, she's in the game. Okay. Just like it's, you know, 1993 again. We can just play the game together instead it of, does, it well, you don't have two PlayStations. Yeah. It's very it's, Zelda. It's so good. It's it's a perfect thing for Zelda fans or somebody looking for a co-op game that doesn't have a ton of pressure. Um, when I play games with my girlfriend, I like to play games where it's not like, all right, babe, this all depends on you because she doesn't play games all the time. <clears throat> so for me to put a bunch of pressure on her when she does, it's not going to help her want to play more, you right. know, things like that. So I can be, you know, here, play this game with me where we just run around and slash stuff. Like, how how is there any pressure to that? It's just immensely fun. It's super adorable. It's $20. It's a co-op game. I, I definitely recommend checking out Swords of Ditto. Yeah, and it seems like uh, the publishers of this game did... Did a lot of it. They did Dungeon Hearts. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's from Devolver Digital. Yeah. And I think it's called One Bit Beyond is the other developer. But they're, yeah, Devolver is known for, you know, their love letters to genres and things like that. So. Right. I was just looking at some of their things, and it's it's very... I didn't realize that they made a bunch of these, but I like that. I'm going to definitely check that one out because it's just looking at the pictures and stuff. I want to see how how Zelda-esque it is. You know, it's is there, do they have the... Like, are the, are the puzzles really well made and stuff? Like, it seems like you go yeah, into so dungeons <laughs> and go to little puzzles. So the first dungeon that we went to was a red and blue Switch puzzle dungeon, right? <laughs> so okay. there's blue walls and red walls. Yep. And if you hit the Switch blue, then you can't go some places. And if you hit the Switch red, you can't go other places. Okay. And you have to, you know, use that to make platforms appear that you push blocks onto. I mean... I, I can't say that it's Zelda because that's not what it's called, but it's Zelda, and it's it's really fun, and it's like Zelda with a built-in casual time limit of like, you know, eh, okay, you know, I, I died, I guess I'll wait to start my next one. Sure. Because it all carries over, and you it, know. It so seems like an actual RPG where you level up and stuff, too. You get experience for doing things. You do level up. It's super cute when you level up. Um, I, I, I know I sound like I'm gushing about this game, but anyways, I have a small video that we'll probably put up on our on our uh, Facebook and possibly our YouTube from the game. That's like just cool. I mean it's it's so fun. So it, yeah, I'll put up some little highlights of me and her playing through our first time and see what you guys think about that. I'll have to watch because you know last time I picked up a game that was supposed to be Zelda esque, it was called Oceanhorn, and I was really disappointed. So yeah, and I never played that. I watched the, uh, I think the preview of it on the store and was like, I I feel like it's too weird. I it was I don't know how to describe it other than weird. It was like the, just fun, something just felt off. Kind of. It was just I feel like it just they really really advertised the Zelda aspect of Oceanhorn and it just didn't it didn't itch it itch that uh, that scratch or didn't scratch that itch as much as it should have the way that it looked. Yeah. It was there are times Swords of Ditto feels like a clone, and I'm very grateful for it. No, that's I'm okay with that a lot of times, um, as long as it's not a direct copy. I mean, and, right. and and by direct copy, I mean like locations are the same and items are the same and stuff like it's right. It's it's very well done. Yeah. It's clearly meant to evoke you know feelings of nostalgia, and we loved that game, so here's our take on it. It's it's definitely what it is. Good. I'll you know I'll, I'll probably have to pick that up as soon as I beat the actual Zelda DLC that I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> will take a while. I got the master quest. And fuck that. If anyone's played the master quest and gotten off the first part of the map, please let me know how you did it. <laughs> because good lord. Stuck. Uh, yeah. Cool, is that it for your uh for your quick twist? Yeah, that's uh that's all I have from the past what, 4 days, 5 days? Shit. That's me. Word. I have Oh, and the uh, the new Destiny 2 DLC came out. I already paid for that back in the day, so I'm sure I'll be playing that someday soon. I just have been so busy lately uh, yeah. that I haven't. I guess I'll have to pick <laughs> that up, too. We'll see. Um, I have one final thing for Quick Twist. It's, it seems like you did all the video games and toys, and I did all the movies and TV shows, because my final Quick Twist is for Santa Clarita Diet. Um, I just finished up... Uh, I didn't finish it. I think I'm three quarters of the way through season two and i love it um for a zombie show it is fantastic um for those of you that don't know what santa clarita diet is it it's it stars drew barrymore Tim timothy oliphant it also has um nathan fillion in it it has uh andy richter in it um there's there's a, a bunch of good actors in this show a bunch of good comedic actors in this show and it's basically about uh drew barrymore wakes up one day and vomits and <laughs> basically gets sick and then for some reason craves flesh and it, it it's it's hard to describe like basically imdb says uh Sheila and Joel are married real estate agents in Santa Clarita, California. When Sheila dies, their lives take a dark turn. And that, that's basically all they got. And it's it, the way they do it, it doesn't really... Sheila doesn't really die. She... I mean, I guess she kind of does and then comes back to life as a zombie. But she's the same exact person. Just a little more energized and a little more happy. 
it's very interesting because the the very that, that sounds fun just because Drew Barrymore is already sort of kooky. Yeah, seeming. and the, and like the first part of the first episode, you know, they're they're talking about how they're kind of depressed and how they're like wanting to do something else with their life and blah blah blah. And then Drew Barrymore has this thing, and she's she's all of a sudden just like rejuvenated and loves everything about life, and also loves to eat people's intestines. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. It's like she's cheating on me. Nope, she's eating people. Yeah, dude. And the first, God, the first scene where Timothy Oliphant walks in on her just mowing down on some dude. And by mowing down, I mean eating him, like, physically. She, he's just like, hey, sweetie, uh, how's your day? And she just looks up, blood covered, you know, blood covered in her face, just holding intestines, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't know. And it's, the, d- from then on out, you're just hooked. Because you want to <laughs> find out, A, how she turned into this zombie, and B, why she's still so fucking normal. Because it's very interesting. Th- how, yeah, how like, why didn't she become brainless and, uh... Yeah, and it's, to this, it seems like they're doing a more, less brainless aspect of zombies. More of a, it's a disease, um, from what I can understand so far, it's a disease that takes over the body and and you can only live well, maybe off it's flesh or something. Maybe it's some kind of social commentary about zombies with brains and people being zombies or something. But anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> but it, is it seems pretty entertaining, though. It's very hilarious. Yeah. Um, and it's it's dark humor. It's uh, what's the other word for that? It's it's a little dry at times. Um but it is it's definitely worth checking out. Uh it's 7 uh, 7.8 out of, out of 10 on IMDb. Um you know, the episodes are 30 minutes long, so it's it's not maybe I think there's 10 to 12 episodes a season. They just got greenlit for their third season. Um and if you're looking for something fresh, uh, especially if you if you're a zombie lover and you're looking for a fresh take on the zombie outbreak and how that all works out, this is definitely a good show to check out. Um yeah, I I I I'm excited to finish it and and get moving on with that third season because I there's a lot of mysteries that I want to get solved. I want to you know and yeah, and like I said earlier, it seems like Netflix is almost always better in their series than they are in their movies. Yeah, as I mean, with my quick twist this week, it was the two series, Lost in Space and Santa Clara to Diet, whereas the movie was garbage. So they, I think Netflix needs to stick with series. Um, well, good stories take a long time to tell. You know, yeah. <sighs> Netflix is weird, though, man. They're they're taking over. Um, I've heard rumors of them possibly buying uh, uh, movie theater branches. Yeah, I heard that too. That would be nuts. And releasing all their movies in those would be like Netflix theaters, um, which is interesting to me. I guess, like, why would you go to a theater and spend that extra money when you can just? So no, here's the th- here's the kicker. I would do that if. Those shows were free with the price of my pres- with the price the of the subscription that I already pay. That would make like, sense, but they're not going to like. Hey, you already pay money this. off that then. Well, right. So they won't do it. So I won't do it. But yeah. that's the only way I would. Is what I'm saying. They would have to keep movies like Hollywood movies coming out too. I feel like I know that Netflix wants to to buy the theaters so they can get. Uh, noticed for awards so they can be nominated for different awards right right because now they it was was it can that said okay no more netflix yep. movies because they were never in theaters yeah exactly you have to have a movie yeah. in theaters to to be a part of film festivals and stuff like that or or film awards and whatever. those sneaky bastards yeah so netflix is like oh yeah well we'll just buy amc we'll then buy a fucking movie theater <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I guess we'll keep people updated on that as that works out. Um, yeah. Anyway, Santa Clarita Diet. If you if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's it's good. It's it's a little graphic. It's a little gory. Um, but any zombie, any good zombie show is going to be a little gory. So if you're into that, give it a give it a watch. Um, and I think that's that's about all I got for our our quick twists. Um, and you know, this week, like I said, this week is a little bit of a, it's an update, and it's just kind of a catching up for the last couple weeks. We're still a little, 
little shook by Infinity War, so we've been, you know, hiding in the in our in our rooms <laughs> for a little while. But been reading a lot of fan theories and stuff like that. I have as well. Um, I actually I also picked up Thor on uh, Thor Ragnarok on Blu-ray, so we watched that again. And nice. It was just like Oh, now I want to watch Doctor Strange. Yeah, I was again. just going to say, you need to go back. and I watched Doctor Strange last night, and I have some new theories about, about Doctor, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is on Netflix, right? Yes, sir. There you go. Um, and, and with him having the time gem and stuff and what he does in that movie, it, it makes me think a little bit that Infinity War, Doctor Strange, has a little bit more than meets the eye. So it should be... Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to we'll have to talk about that sometime, but I don't want to I don't want to get into any spoilers because I don't want to have to do that stupid spoiler alert again. If you haven't seen Infinity War, if you're one of the what three people that haven't seen it yet, please go see it because <laughs> it is worth every penny. Um, I would highly recommend seeing it in IMAX as they filmed the movie in IMAX, and it's you know you get basically if you see it in a standard theater, you lose twenty eight percent of the film. I didn't realize that until I saw a, a Facebook post. That <laughs> when things well, there you go. Yeah, Fact. W- yeah, when things are <laughs> well, no, I'm s- like when things are filmed in IMAX, you get like a ton more space, right. and so I, I know I've totally when they have to shrink it down, you lose all that. And so I was watching the like comparison video, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I've missed There's so much. Happening. There's so many other buildings I didn't get to see. Um, Look at those bystanders just standing <laughs> by. Yeah." <laughs> So I yeah what else what else we got solos coming out this month, um actually a couple weeks I think so Deadpool two is coming out next week, we'll uh, most likely be doing some sort of reviews on those. Speaking of reviews, I will be picking up the Deadpool Seven Eleven exclusive pop vinyl that has a chimichanga. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, is that why Deadpool is all over my Seven Eleven? That makes sense. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm also going to ask them if I can have their cardboard stand up. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm sure someone's already. Well, you work there, though, so they might be a little nicer to you about it. Every time I ask them for something, they'll be like, fuck off. <laughs> I'll be like, can I have the former employee still dibs on this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm definitely excited for that movie. It should be pretty good. The more I see about it, the more stoked I get. Um, and I just watched the first Deadpool a couple days ago again just to kind of refresh, so. There'll be some reviews coming out for those. I think I think our movie reviews are going to be a little more scattered. Um, we're going to stick to our our format, our monthly format of episodes. And if we do see a movie that that we can review, like Solo or Deadpool or Ant Man or whatever, then we'll just do it on our on our own time and and post it whenever. Um, it's well, and like some of the other some review type things of other movies that we just really think people need to watch. Um, I've got a piece about Mad Max Fury Road that I really want to finish because Josh, for some reason, doesn't like (laughs) it, and I believe that's impossible. So I'm going to be working on that, and that'll that'll come out at some point. But it's one of those things, like, the movie's already out, so it doesn't matter when my, you know, thoughts on it happen. Yeah. Go watch Mad Max Fury Road. (laughs) Maybe maybe I'll give it another shot, Just, just for you. Um, you really should. You should watch it with all the lights off as close to the biggest TV that you can <laughs> find. Okay. All right. All right. I could, I could be down with that. Um, but with the movie reviews, yeah, I, th- I feel like just we have, a, we have a good structure right now. And, and I love doing movie reviews, but I would love to not make them episodes of the Twist My Arm podcast. I want them to be one-offs. You know, I want them to be side episodes and things that everyone can get in on. And even if maybe if. Because I'm probably going to be the only one that sees Solo. So I, I'll probably have to just do my own review. And it's same thing with some other movies with Jesse. I'm sure he'll have to do his own review with movies that he sees that I don't see. And I just want to, you know, more more content is is better, I feel like. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah. And our new we'll structure will make it easier. So yeah. And once so, yeah, be on, be on the lookout for things coming from us that don't say, you know, hour and a half long episode look for small little pieces those will be around yeah for sure and they'll, they'll be released randomly um we will have our normal episodes released every wednesday and um and then all the other like if we have a youtube video or or i know that we have a friend in australia that's going to try and send us a piece and 
that you know those those sort of things will just be random uploads um, that that everyone can enjoy and and yeah it'll uh, I'm excited I'm excited to see where this goes so again I think this is the third time that I've said this <laughs> I'm excited to see where this podcast goes again um you got well any it's going yeah going to Broadway come down to Broadway yeah. visit us hang out listen to some free music get some drinks and some food yep. Send us all of your opinions. Send your stuff. Send your email. Send your voicemail. Tweet at us. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see all the toys that I buy because they're almost all there. <laughs> mostly pop vinyls. Like, just yeah, those come collectors find out there. us, man. Um, come find us and hang out. And speaking of the Barroom Blitz, that it's like I said, it's singer singer songwriter. So we have good friend of ours, Kelly Harthen. Is uh, she just got back from Germany? She's she was just on tour in Germany and she's gonna be headlining that show. We'll be interviewing her and stuff. And then we have uh, Jared Schmidt and James Medina, formerly of Poets and Wolves. And then I have another friend uh, coming out. His name is Chris Hill, um, going to be opening up the show. So really good singer-songwriters. Um, it's going to be a fun show. Come out, say hello, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe do a Q&A with me or something. I, I don't know, whatever. I think that's about it, though. Do you have anything else for, for the show this week? Um, I think that's probably it for me. Just, you know, remember every day to be cool to each other. Yeah. Oh, oh, Grolix. Check out the Grolix podcast. Those guys are fantastic. They they do comic book breakdowns and, and nerdy breakdowns like like never before. So it, check out Grolix podcast. Um, there's some there's some fun things that might be in the works with them uh, that I'm, I'm also very excited about. So definitely support your other local podcasts and not that they're local Denver, but they're local, you know, in, in, in their area. So check out smaller podcasts, support them and and uh and yeah. We'll we'll be we'll be coming back at you next next Wednesday. So we have yeah, we've been having yeah. That's all I got. This is the <laughs> I'm so bad at closing episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking care anymore. This is the Twist My Podcast. My name's Josh. Oh, my name's Jesse. Yeah, you're bad too. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> the Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm podcast. The Twist My Arm podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang.